The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. Welcome to Prescriptions for Healing Conflict. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's been an attorney mediator for 26 years, and during that time, she's resolved thousands of disputes as a neutral conflict healer. She's a member of the Orange County Superior Court Mediation Panel, and she's been a law professor of negotiations and mediation, and presently teaches negotiations right here at UCI. She's the author of Negotiations Breakthroughs and co-author of Stepping Stones to Success and several other books. To listen to previous interviews, see upcoming guests, download podcasts, and learn more, visit www.conflicthealing.com. So Mari, what's your show about today? Well, Lloyd, today our show is really about instant healing. And so we talk about healing conflict, but there's many types of healing. Healing conflict, healing your body healing inner conflict, healing outer conflict. So I, when I saw this book, The Secret of Instant Healing, I thought it would be wonderful to talk about. So we're going to be interviewing Dr. Frank Kinslow. And let me tell you a little bit about his background because it's pretty fascinating. He has been researching and teaching healing techniques for more than 35 years. And he draws from his clinical experience as a chiropractic physician his in-depth studies into Eastern esoteric philosophies and practices, and he's an ardent lover of real relativity and quantum physics. In 2007, the quantum entrainment process of instant healing was born out of his own personal crisis. So he now is, he's still a chiropractic physician, a teacher for the deaf, and a doctor of clinical spiritual counseling. He writes and teaches extensively, and you can find out more about him at our website at conflicthealing.com, where we link to his website, which is quantumentrainment.com. Thank you so much, Frank, for joining us all the way from Florida. Absolutely my pleasure. Well, I, I love this book. First of all, why don't you tell me, why did you write this book? Well, um, I wrote it to actually to see um, if there was an interest uh, in this uh, technology, this, this uh, shift in perception that allows us to go from a, a state of, oh, you know, what we expect in life to a, a, a uh, say, an expanded uh, perception of what is, uh, what is possible. Uh, and I know that sounds a little vague, so let me sketch that out a little bit. Um, I found out um, after some time uh, that after some time of doing esoteric practices, and I mean uh, intensely so, I spent uh, up to years sequestered in, in uh, meditation, literally on mountaintops, but also in plains and, and, uh, and within cities and countries. doesn't matter. The idea here is that uh, I had researched for many, many years the ideas of silence, of, of uh, what is in silence. And uh, what uh, I came to realize, actually, in a flash, was that silence is non-moving. That's what makes it silent. And uh, in that non-moving perception, 
which we all can have uh, instantly, healing takes place. And I don't mean just healing on the same emotional level or, or spiritual level, which is enough, but it actually translates to healing on the physical level and, and the social level and, um, and the environmental level. So if you, um, if you had, let's say, uh, a pain in the shoulder, maybe, say, a little arthritis, or maybe you overworked it at the gym, then uh, you were to change your perception in just the right way, that pain would be eliminated. That, uh, that shoulder would, would heal uh, instantly. And that's what, what I came to call quantum entrainment. Yes. I know, we've, you know, there's so much written about body, mind, spirit, and how it's all so interconnected. And, and, you know, I know that when I'm stressed out, I'm much more likely to get sick. And if I'm not taking care of my body, then I don't feel so good emotionally either. So it's, it's obviously we're all, we're really all one, right? And, and so it makes a lot of sense to me that, uh, that this would also work. So could you talk about really how quantum entrainment evolved? Well, uh, yes, actually, uh, as I'd mentioned uh, just a a minute ago, um, I spent uh, most of my life, 35-plus years, uh, devoted to learning what uh, the ultimate truth was uh, within me. And, of course, I went went the uh, Eastern route, you know, and I... I, my my daily routine, my meditation routine, went for, uh, was two and a half hours, um, and I had a, a fairly busy schedule with a, a practice, chiropractic practice, and that. So I made sure I always put that time aside. Did you that. get up like four in the morning? That's did you, to do that. Well, uh, well, almost. Uh, and with my schedule, uh, I didn't have to get up until five. And that two and a half hours is broken up into an hour and a half in the morning and, and an hour later in the day, and. Um, uh, what the point I want to make here is that I spent uh, a lot of time doing uh, traditional practices and some rather advanced practices that I learned from one guru or, or teacher or another. After all of this time, I, I had some pretty uh, incredible experiences, uh, perceptions of life. But under it all, I asked myself, you know, am I any closer to inner peace? Am I any closer to this? This, uh, the joy and, and the unboundedness of life, that uh, having it permeate not only inwardly when I'm sitting in meditation, but how about outward, outwardly? Is it reflecting in my life in any tangible way? And I could say, not really. Um, and I looked at the, and those people who had been with me for years studying the, the techniques that I was teaching, and I couldn't say much about them either. I mean, yes. We could do pretty neat things, and we could we could uh, uh, experience very deep uh, levels of peace and joy. But it didn't stay with us. Mm. And then it wasn't too much longer that uh, I came into my own personal crisis. I was about I think I was 61 years old, and um, uh, I was working actually for a company that uh, had to lay its people off. I was not a, a, a chiropractor at that point. And they laid, they laid us off, uh, um, and I had um, no job. I couldn't get a job at that age. And, and there were some other things, some financial concerns and some health concerns, and they all built up. And, and I said to myself, here I am sitting, you know, at, at age 61, and I'm, I'm worried about money. Now, after all of this study, all of these years, uh, dealing with the esoteric, dealing with 
those realms that are beyond the material realm, uh, in the end, here I am sitting worrying about money and how I'm going to get along. Back to the material was, level, right? <laughs> exactly. And so I figured, uh, I figured that it, it, there had to be a blend of the two somehow. You can't just uh, have stillness and then lose it when you come out of meditation and, uh, you know, expect it to be there. The, the idea generally is if you can experience peace in the meditation, that'll sort of bleed over into activity. But I haven't seen that in the ultimate sense happen to a lot of people, a very right. small percentage in each generation. Right. And so um, I realized that actually the stillness is there in the activity. And this I got from uh, perception uh, that built upon an understanding from, uh, uh, actually from relativity and from uh, what Einstein was talking about, where there is no, uh, there is no motion, really. Uh, time does not flow. It is actually static. It's, it, the arrow of time does not flow, you know, from, le- from less time to more time. It just points in the, in the direction. So you'll actually see that, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a... Um, a uh, what do you call it? Uh, those uh, the pointing north in a compass. The needle points north, but it doesn't move north. Right. See, time points in a direction, but it doesn't move. Mm-hmm. And it was this non-moving aspect. The realization of that. Once one does that, then that deep harmony, joy, and peace that's in that quiet state in meditation is there with you instantly in activity. And from that, you know, we, uh, I was able to, to um, show people how to heal themselves of all kinds of uh, concerns, whether they be emotional, uh, physical, or spiritual. Hmm. So can you give me a kind of like some spiritual, I mean, some uh, specific examples about what has happened and how it's worked in your life and maybe some of your clients' lives? Real specific? Oh, certainly, certainly. I mean, and now... Uh, let me say this: the, the the book that you read, called "The Secret of Instant Healing," has been translated into probably twenty or twenty-five different languages. You can actually learn quantum entrainment by reading the book, and that is even if the book has been translated into another language. The reason for that is that this process belongs to us as human beings. It has always been there. We just we as human beings tend to look in the wrong direction. So all I'm doing in this very simple book, and you can see that the language is simple, the, the sh- chapters are short, um, I, am, I am just allowing you to shift your perception from one, one direction to another. It's as if you were in, the, in a dark room and you have a light and you shine it on certain things in that room, but I'm saying, hey, turn around. Shine it in this direction and see what you see. And when you do that, you, you, you shine the light in, let's say, a mirror, and then the whole room lights up. Everything can be seen instantly. When one shifts that perception like that, and again, this is a natural, easy process that anyone, any of your listeners um, can do if they're you know, listening and understanding to what uh, we're talking about right now. That that process, when that happens, then uh, you get some, some you know, a- average uh, results, like, oh, we got rid of a little arthritis or a headache or my menstrual cramps went away. Or you get some pretty amazing things, like uh, cancer healing up uh, very quickly, uh, tumors in, in your pets 
uh, or your plants growing better. Um, it, it, there's no limitation to what kind of healing takes place when you do quantum and training. Hmm. Now, an exact, uh, uh, for instance, I'm thinking of an Italian a gentleman that uh, contacted me, and he said, you know, I read your book in Italian, and then I have a friend who's been in a wheelchair for uh, 13 years, I think she had been there, and she could not move her arms and legs. And uh, he did five short, short sessions of about uh, two to five minutes each on this woman in the chair, and, and she could move her hands and legs, wiggle them. Then he did another additional five or, or ten sessions, and the long story short was within a, a period of days, this woman was now out of the chair, uh, you know, taking care of herself, uh, her, her bodily needs, going to the bathroom and doing some grooming uh, chores. Uh, and, and that happened simply because he was able to elicit in her this shift in perception that allowed her to get out of that chair. So how does so this... It, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Mean... Well, no, I'm just... I'm just to, to, to wrap this up, yeah. can be quite profound, and we would call, quote, a miracle, which, uh, you know, a miracle is just something we don't understand. And, you know, to, to, um, to a caveman, you know, a modern home would be filled with miracles. Uh, so it's, uh, it's simply bringing back to the human being that perception that I believe came with us when we were originally formed and was lost in this world because we're so busy and so outward and materialistically oriented, we are losing this simple shift in perception to allow us to heal on any level. So how does this technique really compare with other techniques like um, EFT or some of the other kinds of techniques that are out there, Reiki, whatever? Can you kind of do a comparison for me? Yes, I can. That's an excellent question. Um, actually, entrainment, even though healing takes place at a very deep level very quickly, and we're talking within seconds to minutes, um, the healing event is, is established and, and starts to take place. Um, it is not in itself a healing technique. It is really the foundation or the basis for all healing techniques, or for all healing, whether it's a technique or not. And here's the difference. If we were to do a normal technique, it's based on uh, sympathetic resonance. And, and that simply is, um, a, a, if you have two tuning forks and you strike one in close proximity to the other, vibrations will travel through the air and make the second tuning fork vibrate without being struck. Uh, that's you know just simple science uh, that we're all uh, familiar with. That is the same thing that happens when a human being experiences this, this uh, I'm going to say this shift in perception, this inner healing, um, it, it spills over into the environment. Now, that, that vibration that's created, when we use a regular healing technique, we use a, a, a specific way. A technique means how to do something, doesn't it? Yes. So, so what we're doing is we're taking a certain vibration, for instance, doesn't matter what you call it, whether you call it Reiki or healing touch or quantum touch or whatever, you're, you're working with some sort of vibration, some sort of movement. In quantum entrainment, we're working with no movement. What happens is, in, now, when you work with movement, that is a vibration, and in this case a healing vibration, 
you have to have a technique, and you have the reason you have a technique is one how to create a good effect, and two how to not create a negative effect. That's the safety of of uh, you know a technique. When we do quantum entrainment, we don't create anything. We simply experience or become the witness to the creation or the um, the unfoldment of healing, and then we get to watch it. We we take our awareness to that level of creation that that uh, to that most basic level of creation, and then we just stop. We don't do anything. So we could say that quantum entrainment is a way to take our minds from our everyday common consciousness, you know, with dealing with the things and the thoughts of life, to an experience of no movement, and there watching to see what happens. And what always happens is, is some sort of change or some sort of harmony that results in, in healing in, in some way or another. Uh, we can't create any harm because we're really not doing anything. So we don't even need a teacher because we already know how to do it. It's just simply being reminded of that fact. So can you give us some exercises so we can actually kind of experience a little bit of this? Um, you mean right now? Or, or yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Let me, let me um, point this out. Uh, let me make this point. On our website at quantumentrainment.com, uh, there are two free downloads. One is a technique. It's not quantum entrainment, but it's, it's a meditation technique based on the principle. And the other is called the pure awareness technique, which is the foundation for quantum entrainment. Both of those are free downloads, and you're more than welcome to... Uh, once you buy the book, it's actually the, the information is in there as well, and you can get the free download to back that up. Um, yes, I, we have such a short time on the radio here that... Um, Maybe just give uh, us one exercise, a little bit of an exercise. Sure, that sure would be good. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Here's a simple exercise to just show you that, um, you know, you, our, our thoughts just seem to come, you know, we wake up in the morning and thoughts are there. Boom, 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 boom. And then we go to sleep at night and then uh, we lose consciousness. Um, we may remember our dreams when we wake up. Sometimes we know them while they're going on. But basically... Uh, this, this level of awareness is there when we wake up to when we go to sleep, and that time is filled with thoughts. But be, beyond every thought is the, the pure state, the, the state of, of non-thinking, if you will, or pure silence or pure peace. Now, people say, oh, to clear your mind of thought, it takes years of arduous practice and study. You must be very... This is actually what I believed for all these years that, uh, that I was, um, you know, uh, a spiritual aspirant. But I found out that that's not true, that in fact, that stillness is always there. We just don't pay attention to it. Right. So here's a simple exercise to point out that, that the stillness, that the non-thinking is always there and is at, at the basis or in between every thought. Okay? Here's what, here's what your uh, listening audience can do. Okay. Have them look at, um, let's say, have them look at an object that is close to them, maybe a foot away. Okay, I'll do it. You just look, just do it with me, at, and okay. then they can do it along with me. That sounds pretty good. Okay. Everybody, look at uh, some object that's about a foot away. I got it. Good. Now, look at the ceiling. Now, 
What was in your mind from the time you were looking at the object that was a foot away to the time you looked at the ceiling? I if guess, you don't, can't remember? Yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, then maybe there wasn't anything. I just looked at it. I just observed it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That space, and even if you were to look at an object, turn your head all the way to the right and look at an object, turn your head all the way to the left and look at another object. Okay. And this will give you a little more time. And you see, there's nothing there. You didn't, you didn't go into a coma. You didn't fall asleep. You were still aware, but... There was nothing to be aware of between the two objects. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in essence, you have just cleared your mind of thought. Now, this by itself has a certain value, but uh, in quantum entrainment, what we actually do is show you how to experience that, that state without thought. And then, now here's the important thing. So you're saying really without, on. let me just kind of clarify. So if I looked sure. at this, uh, this cup here, just I looked at mm-hmm. it, and um, then you said the feeling, I immediately thought it's a red cup. Okay, then I had some judgment about it. So you're talking well, about the awareness you, without the judgment, correct? No, no, you, you just, you, what your mind did was it didn't pay, and this is what our minds always do, almost always do, is it, it doesn't pay attention to the nothing. Nothing is not, to um. the mind is not important. In between the time you look from the cup and you look to the ceiling, was nothing. But as soon as you got to the ceiling, then your mind got active again. Do it, do it again. Okay. Look, actually, look for, actually, it's probably easier if you look all the way to the right at an object and okay. quickly turn your head to the left. Okay. Did it? I did it. All right. Now, you see, see in that time there, while the head is moving, yes. uh, quickly, there's, there's no thought forming. I gotcha. But there's, right? Uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. Yeah, this is... And this is what we call pure awareness. Now, this is a quick way to do it, to see it. When, when we teach it, and, and you actually can do this from the book, it takes uh, uh, about five to ten minutes to actually teach this from uh, you know, closing the eyes and then stopping the thinking. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, uh, you, you'll stop it for a longer period of time. What you notice is, what you know right away is, number one, that... Um, you are not your thoughts. The thoughts were gone, and yet you still existed. You still were aware. You say, well, who am I if I'm not my thoughts and my emotions? The observer. Well, <laughs> exactly. The observer. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. When that happens, when we do that, um, and you can do that yourself uh, just by uh, uh, you know reading that exercise in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do that, when you're done doing that, you actually ha- have more relaxation in the body, and you are more peaceful in the mind. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not, you see, it's not a technique for relaxation. It's not a, a technique for inner peace. That, both of those happen automatically. They mm-hmm. happen without effort. And this is, this is the, the basic message, that we are basically, we are in our essence, this, this uh, peace, this inner stillness, this joy, actually. And while we, we teach this, we don't have a way to readily experience it. We, we tell each other that it takes months or years to, to, to uh, experience this. And if we do it for long enough, we'll have it all the time. And that's just not true in 99% of the cases. Many of your listeners have gone through that process and have given up one process to go to another one just because 
they weren't getting results fast enough or, or they didn't last long enough. And what we do with quantum entrainment is we, we, uh, we introduce what we call you-feeling. You-feeling is simply going to that experience of pure awareness, that is, where the mind is clear of thought, mm-hmm. and then uh, staying there and allowing the thoughts to start again, to start coming. And now you're actually in both worlds at the same time. You're in this deep level of peace while your mind is just moving along, and, it, and the thoughts are different. The quality of the thoughts are different. They're quieter and more powerful, actually. And that's where the healing takes place. And, you know, Frank, that's so important in conflict healing as well, because when you recognize that your thoughts and your feelings are just thoughts, that that's not you, that you can change those thoughts. And so yeah, a lot of the negative thoughts that you might have about another person, so that really relates back to not only inner conflict healing, but outer conflict healing as well. So that peacefulness that you're talking about that you get to permeates out around you, your field, and it it is a help in conflict healing, wouldn't you say? That is a very acute perception. And in fact, what you just said for conference, uh, conflict uh, uh, healing, healing uh-huh. is, is true for any activity. Any right. activity. I don't care if it's if it's uh, eating an ice cream cone or, uh, you know, uh, having a, a tiff with your boss or, um, you know, climbing a mountain. Yes. At the foundation of it all is just exactly as you, ex- you explained it. It's so, so beautiful. Well, thank it's you just, so much. That's a great that, way to end. We are just about out of time. No, this is really wonderful. And just recognizing that we are not our thoughts is so important, too. I mean, for, for part of that whole healing, because we can change those thoughts. So I thank you so much for this wonderful book, The Secret of Instant Healing by Dr. Frank Kinslow. And why don't you just give your website and it's time for us to go. Sure, that would be quantumentrainment.com. Well, thanks so much. And we will keep in touch and you take care, all right? It was an absolute pleasure. Uh, Me too. Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I am Mari Frank. Please join us every Monday morning at 8.30 a.m. and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. And let us know about what's important to you about healing conflict in your life. Thank you. It's about trust. Yeah, yeah. It's about faith. It's about trust. expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.